0: What does a man need to do to get you guys to notice him? When well, you see videos of men, you know, oh, they need to grind. You gotta be the leader of the house. You need to kill an alligator with your hands. I wanna hear what women want from men. This is all we <laughs> want.
1: We want a man who acts like a man, who's manly, who takes care of things. I don't need you to kill an alligator with your hands, but I need to feel so feminine around you because you are so masculine that I can turn my brain off because I know you've got it. I trust your intellect. I trust your character. I trust that I can close my eyes and follow you blindly and I'm going to be happy about where I end up. You tell me where we're going and we're all set. And we live in a time of new age feminism and this whole idea that women and men need to be the same and they need to compete and it's all from the enemy. It's all
0: lies. It's not often I sit down
2: with somebody and they say something that makes me think. this and was
0: great. I, I love you don't <laughs> play like no I Will you give me something to think about? My own damn way. I had a lot of fun on this interview. <laughs> What's Um, up, guys? Welcome back to the George Janko Show. Uh, I know you guys have been really interested in the direction we've been taking when it comes to spirituality, and I found a podcast that I'm a fan of. Um, It's called The Girls Gone Bible. I'm, I'm with... Uh, Angela and Ariel, and uh, I did I did name that right because I'm yeah, so dyslexic. Is, yeah, it's Ariel. Ariel. I'm I,
2: two, I think Ariel, Ariel. You call me Ari. Ari. Yes,
0: Ari? I What's the Ari. difference between Ariel and Ariel? Is that two different names or what is it Ariel is
2: probably not my name, but Ariel is.
0: Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> And we're going to restart this issue. Welcome back to it the-
3: <laughs> Thank you so much for coming, you guys. Yeah, thank, oh, thank you. you thank you for you for us guys.
0: Um, last season, we were talking, you and I. When yeah. I, when we got in contact through just social media. Mm-hmm. I really loved what you guys are doing. And nowadays on social media, like, we have other podcasts that, uh, you know, they bring a, a certain type of women. And they they sit there and they tell them who they are or what they're like. And I feel like it's just full of a lot of anger and rage and a lot of disrespect sometimes. And uh, to me, it's I think the the point of all that was for men to find a good woman, right? And to me, to find a good woman, I, I would want to go to a good woman, mm-hmm. right? And I feel from the, the display that you guys are putting out, I don't know you personally, from what your message is, you guys seem to be very good girls in this industry that's kind of... Uh, Kind of crazy. So I Mm -hmm. I want to take it back and first, like, get to know, how'd you guys meet? Uh, What made you guys get into this podcast? And Mm -hmm. were you guys chasing, like, the acting world and then realized, like, ooh, this may not be who I am? Like, I I really want to get to know your guys' beginning of this. Yeah. Yeah
1: well this is our favorite story to tell so ari and i basically we're both we're actors we've been in la for like eight years Mm both eight Mm -hmm. nine years um we both kind of were in this space of like, I've been a Christian my whole life. I was Catholic, I grew up Catholic. My mom loves Jesus. I grew up in a house where I went to Sunday school. I did all the things. But I didn't have, like, a true relationship with Jesus. We didn't know the Bible. We didn't study. I, I didn't know. I could not tell you what was in any book of the Bible. But I loved Jesus. I knew I had a Savior. But because I didn't know him, I didn't know his word, He didn't. I didn't give him the ability to change me in any way. So I went about my life. Just as everybody else in the world does. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I kind of found myself in a space when I got into my 20s, I found myself in a space of so much darkness. And you guys know what it's like living in LA, and you can get caught up really quickly in partying, in going out, in all the stuff. I didn't even go out that much, um, but I did like to drink. That was like, that was my thing. I really.
0: At what level? Like, were you that girl that was like, there she is. Never. Like, like just <laughs>
1: <laughs> Never. Well, here's the thing. I was like, I got away with it for such a long time because I was never sloppy. I was never, nobody ever even knew that I liked to drink so much, but it was an anxiety thing. So I developed anxiety when I was in my, when I turned like 1920, I started experiencing really bad panic attacks, really bad anxiety for the first time in my life.
0: When you were by yourself out here?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I came out when I was eighteen.
0: God, I just wanted to know the time place. Yeah. So to me, and this is just from what I'm gathering, it seems to you didn't know who Jesus was on a level of like how you know your friend, right? Yeah. And then you come out and you're hanging out with people that are truly in the absence of Christ. Yeah. So being in a group and in a facility, maybe a community like the Bible study of the church, you're you <clears> might <throat> not know Jesus, but you're with Jesus' as people. Exactly. And their behavior is a substantial difference. Mm-hmm. You are who you hang out with. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I think your story is more, more like everybody else who kind it comes to the 100%. city and loses their values. Exactly. Um, not that I'm saying that you were like gone with the wind but like uh, it's especially a young lady like you're 18 by yourself that's a young woman to me. Yeah. That's a very young woman. Wa- I, so- I tell her all the time I go yo she as as she, her raising was like when she was 18 she was an adult. And mm-hmm. our raising 18 is not an adult. Like mm-hmm. you're still a kid. Mm-hmm. If you haven't done real life things you're not an adult yet i'm sorry mm-hmm. to cut you off i was just no no, no
3: not at all i was cutting you off but
0: yeah you hear that <laughs> that's disrespectful that
3: is. no but and it is it's so common to like to have god in your life and to go to church every sunday and to have that in your family but you actually don't know anything about it. like you don't even know the word and you don't know the first thing about jesus but you call yourself a christian you know what i mean that's so common and like yeah. i've been there and i know thousands and millions of people that's their situation you know yeah so true But there's
0: power in his name too. So just even at the bare minimum of like knowing him, right? Like I'll give you an industry standpoint of it, right? Uh, You know, somebody who's very, very powerful in in your field. Mm -hmm. Uh, You guys might just be on a first name basis, right? But being on that first name basis is very different from not even knowing each other at all. So if you are welcomed into his facility with his people, at some point you may have not known Jesus, but Jesus does know who you are. Right. And there's a significant difference of Jesus knowing who you are versus, nah, nah, she's not with us. Because he knows your road, right? He, that little separation between you guys wasn't him being like, she's not from me, get out of here. I said this in the last episode. I go, uh, so, and I'll make it very quick because I did just say this. But how I picture you is like how I picture me. You came to a playground with your heavenly father. Mm -hmm. You're playing with other kids. Your father goes, hey, 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 come back, come back. Don't act like them. They're not from our family. You got, if you're going to go play with them, go play with them, but hold your values. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people come up to me and they're like, well, I'm a Christian, so I don't know if I should be in this industry. Well, I'm a Christian, but I don't know if I should be here and there and this and that. And my mom would always tell me, she goes, don't ever give me that excuse. If you're not strong enough to be in that room, your excuse shouldn't be, I'm leaving. Your excuse should be, I need to get stronger. You don't need to run away. If your God is stronger than anything that you could imagine, you shouldn't fear the room. You should know, okay, well, I'm here, which means God let me be here exactly so if he let me be here then there's two things one there's a lesson i need to learn or two there's a person that i need to save that's right because remember this is a rescue mission if you are reflecting his light at any given moment your friend leaves but doesn't know who god is that we know how big of a big deal that is right.
3: he can light up
1: any room absolutely right. yeah and so what were you saying about well no and I agree with you completely I t- totally disagree with the idea that if you're a Christian you shouldn't be in the industry if you're a Christian you should absolutely be mm-hmm. in the industry mm-hmm. and there is a revival happening in Hollywood right now God is truly he's taking it back he's taking over you guys should see I don't know if you know anything about acting but the stats right now with the faith-based films that are being made is skyrocketing first of all they're making so much money like insane angel studios is taking over like you have no idea yeah that's awesome yeah no they
0: did the the last movie um
1: the sound of freedom yeah Yeah, the shift. The shift. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hey guys, just a reminder that the merch is out for a few more days. So if you haven't got a chance to go to theheartofdavid.co, go ahead and click the link in my description, or you could shop on YouTube. Thank you guys so much, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the podcast.
1: Yeah, I mean, so when I basically, long story long, when I came to LA, I I started experiencing spiritual warfare, and Mm -hmm. that's why a lot of our podcast and our ministry is so much healing-based, because God did miraculous healing in our lives, like the way that he used to do in the Bible back in the day when he was on earth. He still does that today, and he did that in our lives. And I was experiencing so much spiritual warfare, not knowing what it was, falling victim to the enemy and his schemes all the time, not knowing that the, the reason I was having such bad anxiety is because I was living in so much darkness around me, in me. And so I basically, I got in contact with a pastor in Florida who changed my life. He basically discipled me. He started praying for me. I called him. I would call him every single day and be like, I need you to pray for me. I need you to pray for me. My anxiety is so bad. I'm drinking as self-medication. That's what I was doing. I wasn't drinking because I wanted to like go out and party. It was the only thing mm-hmm. that made me feel better. It's the only thing that took the edge off, that calmed the thoughts. I've said it before, but like you'll never find hope or peace at the bottom of a bottle or at the bottom of a blunt or whatever you're smoking or doing. Mm-hmm. Like, And it's not even about the substances as much as it is like we're looking for Jesus in these things I was looking for Jesus in alcohol or in anything that would make me feel better that would like numb the anxiety and and calm it down Um, But you know, I was in 2019. I started praying for the first time over myself I would like go into a little church by myself all day long bawling my eyes out Looking up being like Jesus. I'm asking you please 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 take this away from me. Please heal me. If you heal me, I will serve you for the rest of my life. As long as you get this out of me and you make me the way that I used to be when I was joyful and happy and I didn't have this... Addiction. I w- it was like an addiction. It was. It was OCD. It was all these things. Oh my! Your dog is on my flight. It's the <laughs> cutest thing of my life. Right now. I now. So sorry. That was so cute. He was talking about something heavy, so he came. There was just a day, Thanksgiving, 2019, where I drank for the last time, and then I never drank again. And I didn't know in that moment that I was delivered that God had met me, that the months and months of praying, and it didn't happen overnight. It's not like I said one prayer and God delivered me from my issues. It was months of praying for myself, having other people pray for me, that God met me when the time was right, when he said I was ready and he was ready. Supernaturally, we came together in agreement, never picked the drink back up. Hmm. And then I picked up a Bible one day and I read it and my life was... Done, gone. Uh, whatever life I thought I was gonna live was over. Did the, you know her at that time? No. no.
0: Wow. Yeah. So. So you met your best friend after you got fixed.
1: Yeah, fixed. Yeah. For real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because awesome. think about it.
0: He wouldn't give it to you when you were broken, because then you want to treat it right.
1: Oh yeah. No. I mean, I he couldn't give me anything during that time. There was. How a, did you guys meet? If you would think we were friends for like our whole lives. We've only been friends for a
2: year. Has yeah. Yeah. It been a year. Yeah. Oh Yeah, oh. yeah it's a year been and a half. Yeah. So I grew up Catholic and i bl- always believed in god but i didn't know him mm-hmm. and so i would so i didn't grow up in a in a family where i was taught faith or that we have this father that loves us and is always there for us and cares for us so i would say i lived Most of my life in fight or flight and with worry, anxiety, just in complete fear, I couldn't even get from my bed to the shower. That's how broken I was. My friends couldn't get through to me. My family couldn't get through to me. And I just, I'll never forget it. I was driving. I was sleep deprived. I hadn't eaten in like 10 days. I was like, (laughs) and um, there was this little Catholic church by my house and I pulled in and I went in there and I just fell to my knees and i just was like i looked up and i was like who am i supposed to be where do you want me to go i don't know what to do and in that moment i had felt this overwhelming peace this love that i truly have never felt before that i can't describe and um it wasn't that day that i healed but i knew in that moment that what i was going through was so necessary mm-hmm. and i i it didn't. It got better, but I still, I still was suffering. But I knew I had a God that was with me through it, and so I, I, I became obsessed, obsessed with it. I started watching sermons. I started going to church. I started praying. I, I, used to sit in that church for hours and just talk to God, and I still kind of resisted Him because I, my heart was sick. My mind was sick. I was so heartbroken. And so I just kept praying. I was like, please bring me a godly friend, because at the time I wasn't really connecting with anyone in the church. I was like, can you please bring me a friend that's like me, that's just, you know, that's been through some stuff that I can connect with. (laughs) And um, three months later, I'm at a job, and it was my birthday, November 9th, and I was just, I, I was still very much heartbroken, and I was crying in the corner, and I feel somebody's hand take my hand, and, and it was her. And she looked at me, and she was like, I don't know who you are, but we're going to get through this together. Huh? And, I, so and, sweet. I, and, I, and I had to double take her, because that's the saying that always ma- brings me so much comfort, is when somebody says, I don't know what you're going through, but we'll get through it together. And she said that to me. And I just looked at her, and I'm like, I always say she's like my angel. like She's my angel in human form. Mm-hmm. And after that, we just
1: became best friends. Ari had kind of come to me um, saying like, listen, do you want to tell it where you were kind of like, I- I'm, I'm in, I'm still not feeling that great. Everyone thinks like I should get on Medicaid. Do you think I should get just on a little bit of like an anxiety medication? Should I just try it out? Yeah. And I, I looked at her and I was like, give us one month. Read the Bible with me. I'm telling you, this thing is medicine. It's living bread. It's alive and it's active. It will change you from the inside out one month. Let's just give it one month. Every day we read the Bible together. She, my girl, I would walk in her house. She would have notebooks (laughs) full of like random scriptures. She just learned like I, it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. And you know, the story about the woman with the issue of blood in the Bible about how she has to like move through this big crowd to get to Jesus. And she says, if only I can. T- just touch the hem of his garment I will be made well that was literally Ari yeah. she knew that if she could get this close to Jesus just the hem of his gar- if I could literally just touch his clothing I can be made well she believed and within a month not perfect nobody's can become perfect overnight she made strides in her mental health, in her healing, in her relationship with Jesus, I say it about her all the time because usually people can be Christians their whole lives and never experience what Ari experienced in a month, and then in this past year of being saved, it's absolutely incredible.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I just have a few questions about everything that you guys kind of spoke. Yeah. Because I don't want to skim too past it because what you guys went through is what so many young women are going to be yeah. going through, if not they're going through right now. Um, we did just talk about that Bible verse you were talking about, the woman who was bleeding. Mm-hmm. Do you, but I have to ask you, do you know what saved her?
1: The power of Jesus that went into her? It was her faith. Mm-hmm.
0: He, took, he felt the power leave him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's why he turns around and he goes, who touched me?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you say, she saved me. And I think this is a, it's, a, it's a tricky walk to be on because mm-hmm. it has to all be on Christ.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. yes.
0: I think that Christ center,
2: but sometimes
0: her, yes. as Christians we are so quick to give the the credit to a human mm. that it gets sloppy. Mm-mm. I would owe so much to humans that did things for me that I would stick around because I thought I owed them a lot, mm-hmm. and then I'm watching them break me. And God's like, "Hey, man, you forgot who's actually in charge here." Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to cover that with you guys because mm-hmm. that was years of experience that I had to learn. And yeah. um, the second, the third thing I wanted to say is. It's funny that both of you guys were at a low place when you met Christ, huh?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, always. And, and
0: it's, it's ironic how usually that's how it goes, mm-hmm. biblically and when you meet people on the street. And I believe it has to do with surrendering yourself. Mm-hmm. When you fight somebody, there's even a... Um, I believe it was Jacob that wrestled with God. And, and they use that term wrestles because, like, if you ever did mixed martial arts, there's a point before you get knocked out or you, like, really break something you tap Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that is giving him all the rights to say you've beaten me
4: Mm
0: -hmm. it's all you bro you've completely annihilated anything that i try to do i submit to you Mm -hmm. and the person above you could either do two things show you no mercy and break you down or show you mercy yeah Mm -hmm. and i think this is what our king does to us he puts us in a place with the wrong people he puts us with bottles right in front of us mm-hmm. because he's trying to show us just how he did in the Old Testament. Go ahead. Try to do it on your own. Yeah. See how far you go because I know both of you guys come from backgrounds where they know who I am. Mm-hmm. Your bloodline knows who I am mm-hmm. and me and you will rendezvous soon. Mm-hmm. But go on, do your thing. And when you were on the ground at the church and you were sobbing, I believe that was your baptism.
4: Mm-hmm. I don't
0: believe it was the baptism that your mom and dad gave
4: mm-hmm. you mm-hmm.
0: because... I fight this on my mom all the time, and I might get pushback on it.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: But from what I've learned, the baptism is is a proposal. Mm. And I just proposed to my fiance here. This is a beautiful girl that I've proposed to, and I think it she would really mean a lot beautiful. different to her if my mom and dad brought me and they're like, "Hey, you're gonna," he's proposing to you.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: She would be like, "Well, why isn't he proposing to yeah. me?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what you did, man. I think you were an adult and you said, hey, I've been around what you've created. I realized that the people around me, my situations, my outcomes, they don't have peace in it. And his peace is so far past our understanding that it's, it's really it's impossible to measure. But I can tell you something that every eye and ear has seen. Every music has said, every movie has told. No money in the world could bring you peace and happiness. Mm -mm. No amount of power. No amount of respect. No amount of nothing. I've been around really incredible human beings that are completely broken, Mm -hmm. lost, scared. And working with these type of emotions are kind of fuel to disaster. Me and Tony were talking. uh, uh, Tony Robbins, that that guy in the book right over there. Um, I look up to him a lot and... We were discussing emotions, and yesterday I actually wrote this down. I was discussing this with Bell. Now, bear with me because I really haven't been able to put all of my thoughts on a piece of paper. But, man, all of the times where I look back in my life and I'm really regretful are always based off of fear Mm -hmm. or anger. Either one leads me down a really bad path. Angry, I'm going to fuck this dude up if he says one more thing. Mm -hmm. All right. Relax, you know what I mean? There's so much other ways you could go about this. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what? Let me see where this guy's coming from. Maybe there's two different approaches you could take. They're both based off how you're feeling, your emotions. And so I found this out and, and I told God, I go, God, like, I, I want to dive deeper into this. How do I become even a man that's stronger, wiser, faster with his emotions? Mm-hmm. And This year started out unbelievable, Mm -hmm. and we've planned out a good amount of things. All the things that I've worked out in 10 years of my life are now paying off now. Mm -hmm. So I'm in in an abundance right now from Mm -hmm. every aspect of my life. So right now I'm just joyful. And in my mind, I'm like, I've mastered my emotions. And then Mm -hmm. God came knocking, dude. Mm -hmm. One day, no sleep. Two-day no-sleep travel shoot. Three-day finished shoot, no sleep, have to edit the whole night, jump on a plane, find a place to go upload while you're on your way to another shoot. Fifth day, I finally i am like, oh, my God, thank God, I'm about to go to sleep. Like, I just need rest. Belle wakes up, yacking have to take her to the emergency room the whole <laughs> night I'm in the emergency room. The next day, I have to deal with my work. But here, here's, the, here's the fun part. I'm losing my mind, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm getting pissed. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying things that I don't mean. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling people to just respectfully get the hell out of my face right now. Yeah. Get this shit done. I'm not going to ask you twice. Let's go. Why am I waiting for you? Like, I'm just on this rampage, dog. Mm-hmm. And then I go, what happened to my emotional, like, intelligence? <laughs> and then God, it goes, yeah. and God goes, were you emotionally there or were you satisfied with your place? And I'm like... Well, what's the difference? He goes, well, you could be spoiled with your surroundings and your income and your outcome and everything that you got going that I set on the table for you and you're acting on what I have provided for you, given you so much that now you're wanting to then be kind to everybody around you and be peaceful and everything's going your way. Mm. But a good man isn't a good man when he's only a good man on the times that he's good. That's
2: right. Mm.
0: And so I sat there and I go, okay. So, when now I'm in a state where now I understand fasting, fasting is putting you in a circumstance where it's really going to reveal who you are because mm. you're angry, You're frustrated, bro. Like you're, you're, you're like, okay, like, bro, like I, here's another thing I just want to circle back to. Why do you think the devil took the perfect time to talk to Jesus when he was fasting? Mm-hmm,
5: mm-hmm. So
0: my thing is now when I'm angry or I'm caught off guard or when I'm short tempered, I literally have to take a deep breath and truly, like a psychopath, I have to pretend that there's a devil enjoying every move I make mm. when I'm under pressure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's here where God goes, Who are you? Yeah, yeah. Who are you? Because when I raise you up here and you have everything your heart desires, you're a good guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's nice. But when you're dealing with financial burdens, when your family's in the hospital, when you're buried under circumstances that you don't know how you're going to deal with, are you a good human being? Are you moving with grace mm. or are you moving like kind of a bad person? Mm-hmm. When I found this all out, I just got in a huge argument with family members. Dealing with business stuff that I had to deal with. And I'm sitting in the balcony and, and I came to wisdom. And I tell people this. When you come to wisdom, you've came into a blessing. When God shows you a way out, there's two moves you could take. All right, I got to humble myself and fix what I just did. Or I could be prideful and be like, no, 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 no. It's not my, it's, it's them. It's not me. And, and it's the
3: hardest thing to do it's is to harsh, put your pride aside. Hardest to thing like, to
0: do. Okay. And I sat there and I go, I literally just take a deep breath and I just go, Like that. Because in my mind, I go, okay, I gotta call my mom because when I was talking to her, Even though she had nothing to do with the issue, because I was venting and I was like swearing up and down. I'm like, that's not how I should behave around my mom, Mm -hmm. right? Just because I'm not talking to her with that respect, that doesn't mean that she needs to hear that. Because I know when my mom hears that, she gets off the phone, she's going to be in her thoughts because she's worrying about her son. So regardless, I put my mom in an uncomfortable situation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Then I got in an argument. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, I have to go and call all these people. And like, this is going to be tough. And then I hear, man. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And I turn and my cat is standing like a human being, right? And he's going like this. And I'm like, what the hell is that? What are you, Belle, what are you doing? And she goes, wait, didn't you go, like you wanted Leo? And I was like, no. I went, like I'm upset.
1: Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) But
0: here's the thing. It was in that moment where I was like, okay, I know the next step I have to take has to do with like peace and joy.
1: Mm
5: -hmm.
0: And then look where God met me with another human being Mm -hmm. that showed me peace and joy. Wherever you're at, God will lead you out. That's right. You haven't gone too far. He will pull you out with the people around you and with your circumstance, he will bring you peace. People don't want to take that first step because they think peace is at the end. Peace is with God. You could be in the trenches and you'll find peace. You could be in the kingdom and find no peace. Yeah. So once you know that, you know how to operate truly, truly, truly focus on who you are and who you are to other people. When yeah. we got engaged, she got mad at me. I sat down and I go, hey, I need you to write down on a piece of paper everything <laughs> you want me to work on. Mm-hmm. And she was like, bro, I'm not, you're not my project. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, but I need to serve you. I need to figure it out. And then she goes, no, we'll do that together, though. Mm-hmm. You don't need me to write down what I dislike about you.
3: I'm like, who am I to sit down and be like, hmm, what does he need to fix? What does he need to be better in? Oh, these are all the things I don't like. If I, if we have a, if we have an issue, if there's something that's bothering me, then in that moment for me to come to you and communicate with you, be like, Hey, like, you know, like I I really don't appreciate when you do this or, Oh, I've noticed that when you're talking to people, like, you know, maybe this is something that you can work on because of this. Right. But like, I'm never going to sit down and give you a review. No one should ever be giving you a review. You know what I mean?
1: Well, that's, that's kind of the issue I have with talking, using the language of like good people versus bad people, because calling someone either good or bad. There's nobody that's actually good except one, and that's Jesus, we know that. And good and bad is it's subjective language, like all of us have different ideas of what bad or good is. I'm sure there are serial killers who don't think they're bad, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's all about perspective. So I think the correct terminology, and and that's something that Ari and I do because it's such a cop-out for a lot of people to be like, oh, I don't do everything the Bible says, but I'm a good person, but to whose standard? Mm -hmm. God doesn't care about good or bad, is about being like Jesus. That's yeah. the only standard we should adhere and abide by. You want to be Christ-like and you want to follow God's commands. That's what it's about. You know what I mean? And that's yeah, truly man. when my when my life
2: changed, when I started to feel good right here and right here is when I started to be obedient. Mm-hmm. I was praying every day. I was going to church. We were reading the Bible, but I still wasn't... I still had one foot in, one foot out. And so Lukewarm. I didn't... Yeah, and so I, yeah. I, I wasn't renewed almost. I didn't feel... You know, and and it wasn't until I really made the decision to, like, lie down my life and let the old me die. And it was hard, but when I started really being obedient and following the word, that's when my life changed. It's crazy.
0: And, you know, it's so funny. It's because he's a father. Mm-hmm. And we're just stubborn kids. That's what it is. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean I can only have one girl, dude? I'm like 21. Dude, <laughs> yeah, my dad yeah, told yeah. me. My dad said it would be weird if I did not and you're like, all right, dude, like keep fighting this, yeah, and yeah. then keep getting insecure when you meet women. That's right. The, and okay, so before we just keep diving in, because me, I feel like we could have this conversation. We could go for hours all the day, but I want to make sure somebody gets something out of this. And what I want to circle with is 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 being. Uh, a, a good woman, and uh, for uh, for the people listening, I want them to learn what good women want in a man, mm-hmm. and then I also want young women to know what the structure is to be a good woman. So mm-hmm. I want I want to first before we dive into all that, I want you guys to all three, and you could even remember this. Too. Yeah. I want you to be a part of this because shorty, you bad, but you good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, she uh, is good. I yeah. like
1: Shauna. Yeah, she's a nice angel.
0: I want you guys to all remember. Uh, maybe the one that you were talking about in that church, I want you guys to remember the man that you guys cried about to Mm -hmm. God. That one guy that you were like, why would you even let me fall in love with this guy? Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Why would you let this man break me? And, and you remember all the prayers like, God, I I really want this guy. Like, I really, really want him. I think he's this. I think he's that. I think he's this. And, um, but you know what God saw? He saw who he really was. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you're like, well, you're my dad. You got to listen to your dad. I I tell I tell people all the time. They always ask me like advice on certain things. I go, dude, what? Ask your parents. Mm-hmm. Talk to your parents. Mm-hmm. Your parents love you more than I love you, bro. Like, listen to your parents. And we live in a generation where people don't want to hear from their parents. Yeah. No one will love you more than your parents. And if you can't understand that on an earthly tone then you're never going to understand the heavenly tone of your father being like, no, that's not good for you. You're not going to have it. I don't care how much you cry about it. Mm -hmm. You're not getting that. Mm -hmm. And so once you realize that, right, and I want you guys to now tell me, how do you feel about those guys? Would you give that guy to your daughters? Would you for a second take that man back right now? Would you? (laughs) Well, I wouldn't so. yeah, take
3: anyone. Anyway, I don't know their Bell's like, so- well. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, right. This actually <laughs> backfired on you.
0: Would you guys give it a second thought?
1: I don't. Try, guys- I, I. I'm somebody who, like, I don't look at the past at all. Yeah. If somebody's not in my life, there's a reason for it. I tr- There's nothing I trust God more with more than my romantic relationships and the person that He's. I get to choose as my husband. Um, so no, I wouldn't go back to anyone. But yeah, of course, when I look back on, I'm really good in the moment in seeing why God is doing what he's doing. And if I don't have the clarity and confirmation of it right away, I know it will come and it always does. And I can see once I'm out of the situation why exactly God needed it to be that way. So when I look back, I'm okay. I, I I no, I would not give any of them to my daughter. That's,
0: That's the good. reason I want to circle to because right now there is so many girls that are listening to right now. Probably has tears in their eyes, staring at their screen, probably just had a conversation with God about it, and this is the message that you need to hear from either me or them. Get over it. Move on. Yeah. He does not want to bless that relationship. Yes. It is your pride that wants you to stay there. And you are driving yourself into a ditch yeah. because I promise you what's on the other side of life that you don't wanna to step towards is an unbelievable, you can't even fathom life that you're just holding out on because of your pride. And it's hard to hear that. It's mm-hmm. very hard to hear that.
2: If you guys knew me a year ago, you wouldn't even recognize me. He, What he did in my life because of my heartbreak he propelled me, he vindicated me, he raised me up because I was obedient, because I was relentless with him. I didn't let the heartbreak destroy me and I could have. A lot of people do. I know someone who didn't leave the house for 10 years because they sat in it and they let that person destroy them and and a person can, when you love someone so much and they hurt you or they leave you and they abandon you it can kill you. It mm-hmm. can kill your
0: self-worth. I want you to stick with that for one second because that is what I'm trying to circle with. Yeah. I am one that female that's listening to yeah. you get out yes go outside hang out with your friends enough with sitting and moping in it listen no one feels bad for you no one no one's going to feel bad for you i don't feel bad for people that could get up get shit going and move on with their life if you're gonna sit there and play that pity party and play victim and mm-hmm. just say what was me then no offense, somebody's gonna lose in life and you have a losing mentality, mm-hmm. you're out.
4: Mm-hmm. You're, yeah. out of
0: the, you're out of the competition. There's no way that you can't get up and help yourself if you don't try. You have to try.
1: Here, here's the thing, here's the thing. We're like so against victim mentality. We really are yeah. because when you know Jesus and you know the truth of the gospel, you know there is no such thing as being a victim because we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Mm-hmm. That's not just a sweet saying, that's the truth. So... Yes, nobody unfortunately feels bad for you, but God is with you during these things and he is close to those who are brokenhearted and crushed in spirit and you, George is absolutely right. You do have to try. You have to put one foot in front of the other and get up and keep going. And remember that rejection does not exist. Mm -hmm. It literally doesn't exist. If something is not for you, it's because God doesn't want it from you. And he's so good that he would never withhold something that's that's good for you. He loves us so much that every desire in our heart that is according to his will, he will bring to fruition. There's nothing that we, he knows the cries of our hearts. You know that the Holy Spirit intercedes for us and he will pray the cries of our hearts out to Jesus. Jesus, anything that we want that's according to his will will be given to us. So if there's something that you want, that's not being given to you, it's because God doesn't want it for you. Yeah. And if God doesn't want it for me, I don't want it for myself. Let me tell you one thing. Every plan I thought I had for my life pales in comparison to the actual plan that God s- set out for me. Mm. And so, it's so true. rejection just doesn't exist. If a mm. man, I say this all the time. I'm like, because throughout my life, my like my battles have mostly been internal anxiety and stuff like that. It's never really been like relationally. Like I've had some heartbreaks, but nothing too crazy or, or anything that destroyed me. But but a I, mental
0: struggle is oh, the for sure. worst struggle.
1: Definitely. But I like when it comes to my romantic relationships, I always say like if a man, the reason I'm able to get over things is because it's like I have one husband, right? I don't know him yet. Maybe I do. I don't know. I don't know where he's at, but like I have my husband somewhere that God has for me. If a man and I broke up, He's not my husband, clearly. Yeah. Why would I be sad over a man that's not my husband? I don't know you. Like, you know what I mean? It, it, that's you, you. you have
0: your confidence in the Lord.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. You know what I mean? And it's also about practicing detachment. That's why the only thing that you can love truly is Jesus and God and not the world. Because once you put your identity in anything other than Jesus, it can be taken from you. And when it's taken from you, it absolutely wrecks you. That's what
2: it is. You know what I mean? And so
1: it's just like detachment, detach from that person. That's not my man. That's not my girl. God has somebody. I bless them. I love them. God protect them and send them on their way. That's it.
0: What is a... What does a man need to do to get you guys to notice him? You uh, see videos of men, you know. Oh, they need to grind, and you know, don't you? Got to be the leader of the house, and you gotta, you gotta. I don't know. The way they talk is just so aggressive. Like you need, to, like you need to kill an alligator with your hands, and just. Be able to rip its blood at any time, like it's just so much. And to me, it's just like as long as I love and provide, I We're feel like, like we like that. I feel like the, I would love the, a guy the to rip alligator. So. <laughs> so no, no, no. Let's talk about let's talk about it. Like, what is in your guys' eyes, right? Like, say I, what I want to do is I want to I want to put it in your guys' court. I'm tired of hearing men what women want. I want to hear what women want from men. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if, if, yeah. if listen, I'm off the market. But if <laughs> I was not on the market, I would not be listening to some dudes that are like. You know what I mean? This like, is what women want. Like, let women tell you what they want. I you like you want like, to you yeah. go okay. to the, the, I don't know, I you don't, don't go to a cow to ask them how eggs are, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, to me, it's a different dairy product.
1: We can speak biblically, we can spir- nah, speak nah, spiritually, no, no, just and talk, we can speak practically. Just okay. talk real, like, Listen, like you guys, like is, how you guys are. This is all we <laughs> want, right? We're very simple. Very simple. We want a man who acts like a man, mm-hmm. who's manly, who takes care of things. Leader. I don't need you to kill an alligator with your hands, but I need to feel so feminine around you because you are so masculine that I can turn my brain off because I know you've got it. Yeah. I trust you. I trust your intellect. I trust your character. I trust that I can close my eyes and follow you blindly and I'm going to be happy about where I end up. That's what it's about. We go out. I don't have to use my brain. I don't have to think. You know what I mean? Order the whole thing for us. Take me. Plan the thing. Say we're t- You tell me where we're going. And we're all set. That's honestly, it's so lost on us. And like, yes, you, toxic masculinity—that's not good. But we need masculinity. Mm-hmm. It's really important, and that's what we try to push. And we live in a time of unfortunate new age feminism and this whole idea that women and men need to be the same, and they need to compete, and they, and it's all from the enemy. It's all lies. None of it. So is you don't want to be us. equal. It's, we're equal in, in God's, we're equal in value. We're different in, in role and in the way that we operate.
0: I'm sorry. That's what I meant. My bad. Not a, uh, no, no, that's no,
1: good. That was a good you're question. You're valued
0: a little bit less.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Can I just tell what you yeah. said? I think, cause I think that's beautiful. And I think, yes, it's like, I agree with you. And I, that's what I feel with George. Yeah. And.
0: But and, I, I get fuck up an alligator though, don't.
3: Worry. <laughs> <laughs> and to point that out because he's always like, like when I'm with him, I feel so safe yeah. and feel so like careless. Like I'm with him, like da 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 da, and he was like, dude, you worry me. Like are you hello? Like you know if I'm like being like, oh I'm clumsy in general, but if I'm being clumsy or sometimes like I don't know, you know, you're just with him so you feel safe, so you're not really like thinking much. Yeah, yeah. Because you're just yeah. like, I'm like I know we're good, and I'm like don't worry. Like when I'm by myself, I'm very aware of everything that's going on around me, but when I'm with you, I'm not like. Okay, this person's there and this person's here and this person's there because I'm with you. But when I'm by myself,
1: I'm like super like okay, like paranoid, you know? Yeah, Shauna, yeah. I love that so much. You're absolutely right. Because Ari and I talk about this all the time, how as women, like it's important to be able to tap into mascul- your masculinity. It's really important because that's like the dominant, like organized, aware, um, like heightened version of yourself. Whereas being feminine is like being more relaxed. I say it all the time that like I have to be when you have a job as a woman, when you have a career or like especially yourself self Employed or you have things to do you got to be a little massive you have to be dominant mm-hmm. so if i have to be dominant in like all these areas of my life for the love of our lord and savior jesus christ i want to come home and i want to turn it off you know what i mean like I she's know. at the front
0: door His man's wearing an apron honey please come least. here smell these muffins i don't
1: know it's so but you know you like these I, new croc boots i got <laughs> like, it, you but that look. also
0: comes with all, when you guys submit though
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. If women
0: don't want to submit, we can't be the leader, yes. right? Because I'm not going to pin you down and be like, Schmidt. Like, you know, like, it has to be willing. She was willingly ready to submit to me. Uh. Like, when we're out in public, this, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this. Uh, if I say, hey, be quiet, turn around, get in the car, we've already discussed that, hey, if I tell you this, this means we're in danger. I need you to shut your mouth, start mm-hmm. looking around. Grab your shit. Get in the car. We're leaving mm-hmm. yeah. because mm-hmm. we might have ours on us. That somebody's gonna rob us in L. A. Or something's happening. But if I said, "Hey, be quiet. Get in the car right now," she's like, "Don't <laughs> I tell me hot. Don't tell me what. <laughs> <laughs> I am not my father. You're not my father." And I'm like, "All right, bitch. Get shot then and rob. I'm gonna be in the car. You know what I mean? Like, you want to act like this? Go ahead. Get it. Uh, yeah, yeah. But if, but you know, what she does. She goes, okay, and she grabs because the first thing she thinks when she sees me say this is. Okay, he provides for me in every single possible way, Mm -hmm. right? He provides financially, spiritually, loving. Uh, Okay, I did all this and I earned her respect. Right Now she submits to me. Mm -hmm. A lot of men don't want to provide these things. Mm -hmm. And they're just expecting their women to submit for no reason. Mm -hmm. Listen, if you're ready to split the bill with your chick that you asked on a date, don't ask her to submit to you, bro. Mm -hmm. You guys are now equal. She's paying for half the bill.
3: And I feel like too a lot of people are expecting they want the end result without like all the work that comes yeah. with beforehand, you know what I mean? They expect that end result of like, you have my trust and all that stuff and we have this understanding without having those hard conversations, without like putting in the work and everything he did to build up our relationship. She just oh.
0: reminded me of something I wanted to talk to you guys yeah.
1: about. You guys are so cute. Talking about
0: a relationship, right? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs>
3: sorry you guys
0: you guys are seeing us uh, like and i want to apologize to I you guys. i love it <laughs> no, honestly good. i feel <laughs> so comfortable yeah. okay good good, good <laughs> can you good,
2: give
1: good, me a good, sip good. of
0: that i know
2: now I'm no ready. we have extra we have so many <laughs> no, we, share, have, we, share we share everything okay.
0: but i actually want to tie into what you just said the one thing that we did in this relationship because i knew it was going to last is i set my boundaries right from the jump mm-hmm. I go, if you walk unaccordingly to God, I'll be, you be so fast outside. You have no idea. Like Mm -hmm. I will never love you as much as my God. And this is what comes with how I act. If you want this type of man, then you could be here. The Mm -hmm. man who's going to provide, that's going to love you. That's going to be there for you. But also don't give me attitude and don't ever try to check me with authority. I'm not Mm. trying to discuss leadership here. It's either you're coming or you're being left behind. There is no uh, conversation about this. And there was never one she was like, oh my God, how dare you? No. Why? Because she was like, no, I'll I'll sign up for that. That makes sense. I want a man that I know I'm protected by. I know that loves me. I know that, oh God, he fears God. So he's not going to go and mess around with another chick behind my back. That's right. So choose what is okay with you Mm -hmm. and establish that in the beginning of Mm -hmm. your relationship. Do not fall in love with potential. Mm -hmm. Fall in love with patterns.
1: You don't have to be with somebody if you don't like them. If you don't like... If you don't want to submit to them because you're not you don't trust where they're taking your or you or you don't like these things about them, then that's not your man. Yeah. If you're not fully in submission to him and his the way that he lives his life, it's because he's not for you. Yeah. And two, submission, like biblical submission, is a two way street. I submit to you willingly because I want to, because I respect you. And then you also earn my submission. You also are you you be the man that is worth Serve. submitting to. Yeah. Serve. And so I'm just like It's a two-way thing. I have to submit to you. I have to respect you, even if, because we're all sinners. So every man, no matter how great your man is, he's going to fall sometimes. He's not going to live up to God's standard Mm -hmm. all the time. And you have to look at him as the head of the household, even during that time. And then as a man, you have to make sure that you are doing everything in your power, loving your wife the way that Christ loves the church every single time. But it's always a two-way street. It's a willing submission. It's crazy Mm -hmm. you
0: say that because... I go, I get up every day and I bust my ass to provide because I want to make sure that she lives an unbelievable life Mm -hmm. and that if she ever made us fruitful with the family or whatever direction we take, but whatever she is, I want to make sure I provide for it, right? That's my job. I got to make sure I provide. But how hard would it be to lead and provide if not even, you don't even have to say words. But if I was like, Hey, we're going to do this. And you were like, Submitting doesn't mean like, okay, I'll do whatever whatever you say, whatever. She checks me all the time. She oh. goes, hey, yo, mm-hmm. what's up with your attitude here? Hey, blah, 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 this and that. That doesn't mean a dictatorship. Yes. A leader is a servant. Mm-hmm. And alpha, which all these dudes are like saying I'm an alpha male, is at the end of the pact. Yeah. And he lets the younger, the sick, and the old dictate how fast they're moving Mm -hmm. so he's serving the crew he's not telling them exactly what's going on from a to z i serve god and i serve her Mm -hmm. so it's going to be really really hard to serve her if i feel with her spirit that she doesn't believe i'm worth serving Mm -hmm. if i if she doesn't see me as a leader Mm -hmm. i can't fight her on that because then now if i see the woman that i love question where I'm going I'm going to question where I'm going mm-hmm. I'm like cuz she loves me more than everyone so like if she looks at me with no belief then it's going to be really hard for us to move on in life mm-hmm. so if the one quality that I love is that and it's so funny and I'm going to be super vulnerable when I was uh, in the beginning of this relationship I was very uh, emotional and I had very bad habits from terrible relationships that I were in and like uh, what kind of habits like just uh, i would take it all 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 take all the shit take all the shit and then finally i'd have enough of it and explode mm-hmm. and be like all right fuck this i'm done i'm out and i'll just like oh no and then like i'll just like all right this is it i'm out like instead it, of
2: communicating
3: just it, right? like
0: i'm all in yeah. or yeah. i'm all out yeah, yeah
3: like not talk about it and keep it in, keep it yeah,
0: in there. Yeah. and uh sometimes you really it's really hard to talk to your loved ones It's hard to talk to your mom. It's hard to talk to your partner because it hurts a lot more when it comes from people you love. Mm -hmm. Hey, bro, uh, from your best friend, right? Hey, bro, you have an anger issue. You need to chill the fuck out. Oh, yeah, you're right, dude. Like, I probably should, like, really reconsider my emotions when I'm, like, upset. But then if your girl's like, yo, like, you're so emotional, now I feel like she thinks I'm a chick and now I'm gonna lose my mind. So, like, how you talk to somebody dictates how you're getting it, right? So... She knew that, okay, this is going to be a little tough. I'm going to bring this to God.
4: Hmm.
0: She went around me. Mm
4: -hmm. If you're
0: in a company and your boss ain't doing his job, you go up above him. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: And she went above me. She didn't go to me because I was doing a terrible job leading the relationship. Mm -hmm. And then God came to me and he was like, hey, we need to adjust this. And then he put obstacles in my way for me to deal with this. And then people to see what they're dealing with this when they get the back end of it. And now I'm like, oh, okay, so words do matter. Mm. When I came from a household that they said words don't mean shit. Suck it up. Okay, where well, words mean mean something. And oh, my God, if it means something. And I'm, oh, my God, I'm talking to the person I love like this. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, how does she feel around me? Mm-hmm. Am I, am okay, I, I could protect her physically. No man's going to come into this house. I'll put rounds in him. But does she feel safe telling me things? Does she did she make a mistake? Is she does she feel safe enough to express that to me? Mm-hmm. Have I made it like I'm a loose cannon where now she's like, oh, I can't even confine in the person that I should be?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: That was my fault. A leader could fail all the time,
4: mm-hmm. at
0: any moment. Mm-hmm. But what she did is she brought it to God And God brought it to my attention mm-hmm. And sometimes we get caught in a situation Where we're like oh well I just, I told you a hundred times You're not listening
1: mm-hmm.
0: Have you brought it to God
1: mm-hmm. it's the only You have to
0: pray together to stay together
1: It's so funny because whenever we talk about dating We always bring it back to our relationship yeah. As our friendship But like no we, Ari and I Both, I mean prayer is A massive part, of the biggest part of our lives It changed our lives We pray as if our lives depend on it because it does mm-hmm. like it really does mm-hmm. our relationships depend on it everything our relationship with god depends on our communication with him and like my me bringing everything to god in prayer bringing every relationship every tension every argument i haven't had drama in years because i don't let it get to that point i have the holy spirit intercede immediately i ask him to bring reconciliation immediately i ask that because there's always we say it all the time don't be mad at the person be mad at the spirit behind them Mm -hmm. that's operating in them to get them to stop that's getting them to act like you say a
0: lot of the bullet points that i I say and you know it's so funny Our wisdom comes from the same source. We move move
1: as one body. And this
0: is crazy to see because a lot of people are like, well, is she regurgitating what she heard from? No, 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 bro. Like if, if me and you, right, we hang out with Shauna, but we don't ever hang out. Yeah. But you pick up traits from Shauna. Mm-hmm. and i pick up traits from shauna but then when we meet we're like attached to the hip now because we're like we're on the same page because we have the same relationship with yeah. that person yeah you are who you hang out with so when you get wisdom from our heavenly father and it works in our life and this is what i think of it if we have an endless river of spring water and we sit around people that are very thirsty mm-hmm. and you know i could just bring this cup over there fill my cup up because i have that relationship why would I not come here and fill your guys' cups and yeah. then run back to the river and fill my cup up? And then this is what we're doing with our wisdom. Mm-hmm. We don't want to just keep this to ourselves. No. Mm-hmm. We know what it feels like to be in the situation that you're in. And it's terrible. And the reason why we want to give it to you is because ours is Endless, <laughs> no. there is no. Well, if I give her some of my drink, then I'm not gonna have anything for me. No, 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 mm-hmm. it's abundant, mm. and I'd like to be abundantly clear. Yeah. our peace and our joy come from our heavenly father. This is why you give up your ways of life, we give up our ways of life. When people go up to me, like, you really believe that Jesus died and came back from the dead?
5: Mm-hmm.
0: I go, I mean, I believe in the eyewitnesses that believed it so much that they got murdered for it with a smile on their face.
5: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) That's a huge thing. Would you ever believe a lie to your death like that where they torture you and and crucify you upside down? They crucified him upside down. This guy didn't say, no, 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 don't crucify me. I don't want to die. He said, I'm not worthy to be crucified the way that my God was crucified. Put me upside down. Put Mm -hmm. me in more pain. Mm -hmm. Bro, that's... That gives me goosebumps. So yeah, I do believe because I, I welcomed him into my life and then I saw him and now I believe in him more than I believe in Reed who stands right in front of me mm-hmm, in flesh. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to risk my career and I'm ready to risk my relationships and I'm ready to risk it all because I have an endless supply of joy and peace. You can never touch me.
3: No. Mm-hmm. And I, I, Amen to that. And if I can just put back to what you were talking about with relationships, you know, because we were talking about like relationships and like kind of start and the way that you were vulnerable in the beginning of a relationship. I just want to say that the way that you said, you know, it's not potential, it's pattern. And like you were able to display that in our relationship that it was Like it was your pattern, like you were able to take something and you were able to go, okay, like this isn't right. And then you were able to work on it and fix it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people can't admit like when they're wrong or and that's the first thing that you're able to do. And I think that that's important when it comes to being like an alpha and being a leader is that you're somebody that can go, oh, you know what? Like I was wrong and you can admit it and then you can go back and you can fix it. And like, that's your pattern is like, mm-hmm. you can take something and you fix it every time. And I just think that was important because you were so vulnerable with what you said. And I wanted to just kind of like point out like and the goodness. Of I it, appreciate you,
0: know? you saying that. And, and the reason why it's, it's a better way for me to just go be up front be like, Hey, you know how I spoke to you was like completely out of line or, Hey, you know, I understand what you were talking about. Um, is because I know there's going to be a time where you do or say or act in a behavior where I'm like, nah, I don't like that. But how am I going to come up to you and be like, hey, could you fix this area? If when you give me something to fix about myself, I'm like, nah, bro, get mm-hmm. out of here. It, it is what it is, bro. You like this life, then get out of it. You know what I mean? Like there's, mm-hmm. there's, 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 a, there's an arrogance to that. But yeah. if, if, if the best way to preach the gospel and preach a good behavior isn't by your mouth. There's a famous saying, they go preach your whole life about God. And when you need to use words, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's powerful, bro. Mm -hmm. Because now when my girl goes, wow, I told him one time that I didn't like that and I watched him journal it and every day attack that I guarantee you when I go, Hey babe, that behavior you display, she goes, Oh, it's already, I, I already figured, I already knew before it left my lips that I need to adjust because now she's like, I'm willing to dance this dance you're dancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the dance is obedience and the dance is respect.
1: Respect. And a lot mm-hmm. of
0: people always ask me, they go, well, how do I get a relationship like you and Shauna? I go, get ready to serve and sacrifice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Serve and sacrifice and then you'll have what everybody else wants.
1: Yeah. People would think that being the head of the household and being the man and being the leader, like you're in a position of, you're just, you're in the better position. They're actually in a much, much, much worse position. Yeah. And I always say like, husbands are supposed to love their wives as Christ loved the church. Christ gave his life up for the church. He gave his life up in the most brutal Unbelievable way for us And that's the type of sacrifice that men have to do daily They have to die to themselves To their desires, their wants, needs Anything that they could possibly want Literally doesn't matter Because their wife and their kids and God come before that yeah. It's really hard to be a man yeah.
0: You know it's crazy you say that And the only thing I think about Let's bring God out of it, right? Let's, let's talk to the atheists Let's talk to the people that are godless You're a leader regardless right? when, you're, when you're in a new in a relationship The girl's always wanting to please you Mm -hmm. So she is going to move in the direction that she feels that pleases you. And you have the ability to to completely make this woman filthy Mm
4: -hmm.
0: or bring her up to a different level of life. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: And that's your choice. And sadly, even girls that are like, no, 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 I dictate where, no, you don't. You're a liar. Mm -hmm. And if that's true, then you are most likely going to die alone. Mm -hmm. Because that's not how the world works. It never has been. Mm -hmm. We take God out of it. It just never, has, it never been. has been. It's never been like that. When you meet somebody, even the movies, the songs, you change up your vibe. You're like, "Oh, I want to impress this person. I want to be like this. I want to submit. I want to. I want to serve." This, these are natural traits just from biology. Like, oh, I like this person." Okay, well, I know that other people like her, so I have to compete with other people. Mm-hmm. Shauna's walking around. Every single guy friend of mine was going after her. Mm-hmm. These are my friend group. What happens when she goes to Starbucks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or she goes to any other mall or like a, God forbid, Air One or a Whole Foods. It's over. Like, you know what I mean? Like the <laughs> organic dudes with abs Dude. there. Like, you can see, like, there's always <laughs> some guy that's willing to compete to have the woman for himself.
1: Yeah.
0: And... It's crazy because the, the the what we're looking at social media is like a bunch of girls like, oh, I need a guy who has like six figures, seven figures a month, and this is that. And then we see guys who are like, well, my girl, she can't have a body count of this. And then the next line is like, yeah, dude, I was smacking some hoes the other day. I'm like, whoa, whoa what happened here? Well, <laughs> hold on. So let me get this straight. You're demonstrating that you want a good girl but acting like a filthy animal. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. And then girls are like, I want a guy with this type of standard but you're doing OnlyFans and you disregarded yourself? Listen, sweetheart, if you're not gonna respect yourself, no one's gonna respect yeah. you. No one is. Yeah. And if you're not gonna be a man and serve for your home, somebody's either gonna take your home from you
5: mm-hmm.
0: or build a home with your woman that God planned for you, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing worse than that. Nothing's mm-hmm. worse than watching the person that you love walk away. And you know what the craziest part is? I just said this in the last episode. Uh, the devil can't take what God gave you But how many times have we watched people get rid of something that God gave them Mm. because they believed in some crazy lie? And now you're at the club with your friends getting older and older, Mm -hmm. getting sadder and sadder. And nothing breaks my heart watching men and women age. And I'm watching their decisions just eat them alive in front of me. And what are you going to do? I told you, don't behave that way. This is what you're reaping. you sowed this you reap what you sow you need to fix your surrounding clean up your house bro
1: yep Clean up your house. God says get your house in order, and that means your literal house and your emotional house and everything mm-hmm. in your life. We talked about it. Truly, we do not come with like a holier than thou mentality. No. We were doing all this. I mean, we were always like. I pretty I can't good. believe you guys had an OnlyFans. That's Le- crazy. No, shut we I'm shut up. Just <laughs> Wait. Um, <laughs> no. Let me. hang on. Let me. Pre- let me. No, no, this. dude.
0: You send me a link with a fifteen percent off, and I am like, you I'm okay. You think I give
1: fifteen percent off?
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm literally <laughs> just kidding. <laughs>
1: I am, um, no, and it's just so, you know what's funny is like, we were always considered like pretty good girls to the world standards, you know what I mean? So it was really funny to come into this situation and come into ministry and being like, what the heck, we thought we dressed like pretty conservatively, like we, everything, there's so much that we had to change, you know what I mean? But like we realized that the re- the only way that you can achieve true peace, like you said, true peace, true joy, true fulfillment, and the fullness of what, God has to offer in life and an organized life. Like yeah. Chaos, yeah. chaos comes from not following the world. When you follow the world, like I, I think of it even just as like, I always, I read the Bible first thing in the morning, every morning I try. And before I, putting on the mm-hmm. armor, but it's also you're giving God the first fruits of your day so he can set the rest of it up for you. Amen. And you could be like, I only have an hour and I have to get ready, do my hair, makeup, and do all this before I have to go to work. I don't have time for the word. Watch you read the word. And then all of a sudden you have time to do everything else. It mm. is supernatural he's a supernatural god period yeah you know what i mean so or like getting your house in order read the bible i i like we can't say it enough first thing you do when you wake up up. i actually i have a question for you and i'm just really curious your opinion on it what do you think about cussing cussing yeah uh what is your take on it
0: yeah so the reason why it doesn't affect my heart too much um is because i know my god doesn't judge uh like swearing like that, and mind you, like yes, I do. I I have to change now. Okay, let me rephrase this. I have to change now because God put me in a place for me to be speaking, and I'm realizing that I have to be better and more diligent with my tongue because if I'm not, that I'm showing that I'm not disciplined. Therefore, it gives room for the devil to come and 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 just move my tongue right. in his direction. So yes, I have to be obedient on the tongue. Now, when I uh swear, uh, if I say, I'll just say, if I say bullshit or fuck, like. To me, I don't see my God looking at me in the same way that other people think my God is looking at me. Because in the scripture says, do not curse your neighbor. Now cursing isn't like like F this, F that, because an F word here can mean something in a different language, right? right? It's your intent on how you're using it. I think there's a difference, even with my own child, if I'm looking at my child and he stubs his toe as a like a four-year-old and he goes, oh fuck, like that. To me, I'm laughing. Like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't say that. Versus my son out in the street being like, I'm gonna fuck you up and I'm gonna baba to somebody. I'm like, whoa, that's gonna come with some repercussions, my man. Like you can't talk like that. Mm-hmm. So I think cursing is like where where's your intent with it? Like if, like, for example, if I'm if I'm talking to uh, some new Christians and they don't really get God and I'm talking to them about being perfect and now I'm watching them tune out. But then I go, but listen, it's fucking hard. And then they go, wait, what? You're like me. Oh, so you're not holier than thou. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: You're not perfect. Obviously not because you're swearing. Sometimes I use it as a relatability. Like I speak in their language. It's hard to talk to somebody if you can't understand them. And so I wasn't really too quick to fix my tongue because I tell people all the time they they look at me as a preacher. I ain't no preacher dude. I'm a man who fears God and loves to talk about it. And so if that
1: You're a preacher. If you it, have a massive platform. Yeah, it, talk it, about if Jesus. it takes in you ministry. in the direction
0: of that then that's great, but to me it's like my heart was like I like talking to people that don't know who God is at all. Mm-hmm. And like bringing them I'm trying to be a fisher of men, right? And I might talk like a sailor man. And that's swears like like if you listen to any sailor they like, oh he cusses like a sailor like this is this is the men that jesus chose like you think peter was walking around with no filthy mouth like he was it took him a bit to like rein it in and be disciplined i'm 31 years old and i just started i guarantee you when i'm like 40 i'm probably not going to be talking the same way that i'm talking yeah but it doesn't it doesn't make me toss and turn at night there's a lot of things that make me toss and turn at night mm-hmm. that's just uh, 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 honestly just not one of them for me right now
1: yeah yeah, can you know? We ask you because we're we're on the topic of like transformation and stuff. Ari and I are both from the East Coast. She's from Boston. I'm Albanian. Using the F word. <laughs> Albanian
0: yeah. just said enough for me to. Yeah, <laughs> Albanians thing, right? are crazy, dog. Yeah. No, <laughs> okay. yeah. My best friend's Albanian. If I'm ever in a sticky situation. Who's
1: your best but I'll beep okay, it out well, because, okay, like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. want No, for sure. No, and I just, so, like, us, like, nobody had worse mouths than Ari and I, truly. We were to the point where, like, because in our, my culture, where she's from, like, using the F word isn't insulting because it's, it's like, like an um. Like, it's just a part of the language. Oh. It's not mm-hmm. insulting. And so, for the longest time, I truly believed I was going to be a cussing cr- Christian. I had zero intention on ever stopping. There was one moment, and I never had conviction about it, which is fun, which I... I never had conviction. And I always said, well, I don't, when I cuss, I don't feel anything. So it's not bad. So, like, I see what God's word says about it because it does say don't cuss, don't curse, don't use foul language. But, like, I don't feel anything. So it's fine. One time I fasted. I fasted for the first time when we started Girls Gone Bible. And I went one day, 24 hours, no food, no water, no coffee, nothing. It was my first time ever fasting. I was so full of the spirit. I was so sensitive to God. I was so just really spiritually sensitive. I get on the phone with a friend. She says an F word. For the first time in my life, my whole body cringed. And it was the first time I ever felt conviction about cussing. And I was like... I don't like that because I don't want to stop cussing, so I'm just going to pretend that that didn't happen. (laughs) All of a sudden, from that moment on, I just had a stirring in my spirit, but I kept going and I kept trying to ignore it, which is what I did with a lot of different types of sin in my life, is that eventually I would feel no conviction. One day, all of a sudden, God would reveal it to me and I'd get that conviction and I'd run away from it and I'd push it and I'd be like, but I don't want to change. I want to be like everybody, like I don't want to have to we used to make fun of the Christians. We did. We made fun oh, of people you're, who you're didn't cut. i a
2: holier than now Christian. Wow, F this. I also we, th- we
1: truly can't even say it. It's been probably, I don't know how long that I can't get an F word out of my mouth. It physically can't come out of my yeah. mouth. And you know what? Like, I.
0: She said something that made it's gonna. Ugh, my wheels are going like crazy let's now. Let's go. Yeah. What? When you said it made me cringe. I never really pictured making anybody cringe from my mouth. And if I'm talking about God and I make them cringe, yeah, that's a problem.
1: I think of the scripture, sorry, Ar, I just, I think of the scripture that <laughs> says, so annoying, I'm sorry. Well, just, <laughs> I just want to tell you one scripture. It's I think it's in James. It's like, <laughs> Can fresh water and salt water both flow out of the same spring? How can you love God and curse anybody with the same mouth?
0: I saw that as mm. cursing a man though. But it's like even my own enemies, they don't even know but I plant them flowers in their fields.
1: Right. Can I can I tell you one story? So I was reading, so you know the moment where Peter denies Jesus 3 times, right? Before and the I can pull up, yeah. yeah, and I can I can pull it up because I I'm paraphrasing, but it says something so if, three times people come up to him, "Do you know Jesus? You were just with him. I saw you with him." You're you're uh you're a Jew like you have to be with him and he says three times no I don't know him no I don't know him the third time he it says that Peter curses and says I do not know this man so in the moment where he was trying to separate himself from Jesus and no longer identify as a follower of Jesus he cursed. He used some sort Mm. of foul language. Mm. And that's what really got me in saying, when I do use foul language, as annoying as it is, when I do, I'm separating myself from the character of Jesus. Yeah, that's Mm. how I felt separated. And I don't want I didn't want this to yeah. happen to me. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm singing along to songs and I'm a loser. <laughs> I'm skipping over the L word. I'm skipping oh, over we do the, the edited? version now. Oh, hey, wow, yeah. We, we in the, clean? To the clean.
2: It's ridiculous. But I, I was feeling the separation from God when I was living in sin, when I was you know, sexually active before marriage, when I was uh, swearing. And I, the minute I stopped all that, Oh man, I the, I the Holy Spirit is on me in a whole different way. It's, I mean, it's
1: incredible. I'm telling you, you block, and I'm telling you guys this as a friend, like truly yeah. someone who, guys, six months ago, like please, I didn't I, even know the Bible the, a year ago. We are the, by the last way. people who are going to sit here and be like, yeah. you should do this because we grew up. It's changed my. Re- yeah. We are so hungry to elevate spiritually that we're noticing these things when we truly listen to what it says and cut it out. God rewards that obedience he immediately. Does you 100%. don't even know what blessings you're blocking in your life because of the little compromises that we're making yeah that's what we've realized recently yeah. Yeah. like when
3: you make that hard choice you're like oh, i really don't want to because this would be really cool to do this yes. and then you make the hard decision because you know it's better and he rewards you like tenfold. but you think it and
2: you think yeah. it's going to be it's hard true. when you when you make those decisions to stop but god takes the lust out of you he, he t- took it out of us yeah. i looked at her the other day i said do you even feel that like lust anymore? She goes, no. I said me either. When you really make that choice and be obedient, he takes it out of you. He, he changes see, the desires. He changes, changes the desires of your heart. Yes.
0: Did you guys talk about my swearing behind closed doors? Is that something yes. that you guys wanted to fix on me?
2: No, but, fix on you. No, but, no, but we I we did were, notice it. I
1: well, did notice it. Is it
0: something that challenged you guys when you guys heard my stuff?
1: Um, yeah, it, it was, we didn't talk about it as if we were going to bring it up at all, but we were watching like some clips together and we, I noticed that like you cuss on the podcast, um, and you know, it's funny as our first episode, I'm pretty sure we said a couple cuss yeah, words. Yeah, we did actually. I know on the second one, I spelt out a cuss word as it, cause I just didn't, we weren't living, you know what I mean? We didn't know. And honestly, we didn't really care yet, but it wasn't until I think for us, Ari and I are in a situation where like, we're in ministry right now, right? Like we have this podcast where we are, I mean, it's not even just that like, we kind of talk about God, like it's biblically based. Mm -hmm. We read the Bible every episode and we deliver almost like a message, kind of like almost like a sermon. Like we have a topic and then we flesh it out with the audience. We are in a position where, like, we didn't grow up in a church. We don't know the language. We don't have that to fall back on. We have one thing, and it is the spirit of the living God that flows through us, that gives us the words to speak and the things to say. And we are, like, truly... We're scared, like fear of the Lord yeah. on 10,000 right now because we know if we take one step away from Jesus, we lose that source. Yeah. and I, I didn't even feel right anymore. I'm like, we're up here preaching
2: about God, preaching about the Bible, and I was like, we cannot have one foot out. We can't be preaching the Bible and bringing people to God. And then we're going home behind closed doors and sinning, swearing. That's not, it's not biblical. Like we can't keep living like this, but being, we're in ministry now.
1: But again, and uh, sorry. But yeah.
2: no, but no, but again, but again, like we weren't perfect. It took us a while to open our eyes and realize this, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, when I watch you, I just, I, I, I watch you and I just respect you and disrespect. you are, I see the Holy Spirit flow through you like no other. When I watch, you're probably the one person that I can actually sit there for hours and just watch you speak to me. Because I feel like you and I are truly cut from the same cloth. I just, I respect you so much. But, and no, we didn't say, oh, let's bring this up. But I did notice that. And, um, because I was like that. That's what we did. So I was just, you know.
0: I make a vow that today's the last day, I swear. Yeah, I you guys have, challenge I me. I have
2: chill bumps.
0: I'm probably going to mess up a lot. It's okay. But I'm going to go get a band and ups. write it on my hand every day until I, until I master it.
1: I love <laughs> you yeah. so you much. Are awesome. yeah, I appreciate are you? you guys giving me that. Thank you, <laughs> George. You're awesome. You're such George. an angel.
0: Nah, I gotta, I gotta shape up. Uh,
1: Do you know why, George? Because you, you, and I was telling Shauna this before you walked in, and I talk about respect, the respect that I have for you. And I don't Mm -hmm. even know your whole story. And I didn't really watch like, I don't know about your past in the industry or like, where you even what you were doing? All I know is that like, you speak with such an authority and such a reverence that people bow down to the name of Jesus because you speak. And I just, I like, I see you, I can't even imagine if God has trusted you with so much that when you make these small sacrifices that's that seem small even though they're kind of hard he is going to you have no idea where you're gonna go you think you have something now you have no idea what's gonna happen you and what? he is so i we are proud of you god is proud of you you're moving in an industry for people who would never otherwise hear the name of jesus yeah it's unbelievable
0: i really appreciate mm. that guys. you have no
1: idea how many people so you've brought to god back from my
2: hometown you know who they watch you they respect you like, you have no idea what you're doing in the kingdom.
0: Like, such a sweet um, message after correcting yeah. me. Like, this is, like, this is such, like, a mom medicine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my mom would, like, sit down and, like, and just be, like, she would tell me things that she loves about me. And then she goes, but, you know, you need to change. It's like yeah. this. And it's so much. You guys, you guys have inspired me. I I will be more diligent with my tongue and I will remember it's the day the Girls Gone Bible corrected my tongue. (laughs) I I really appreciate you guys. Uh, I never felt convicted to fix. I would always say, oh, I'm working on it, but it was always in the back of my mind because, to be honest, I just had so much in my forefront that I'm like, I got to handle this first. And then um, because my comic stuff has a lot of swear words in it and a lot of projects, but I was giving God excuses instead of plans.
1: Yeah. I
0: don't know how I'm going to attack this, but. I know that I will fix this. Do
1: you know what it is? This, like the, it's, as Ari said earlier, like it seems hard to make these changes, but when you, just like you have to have blind faith in Jesus, like we can't see him, we can't touch him, so we have to have blind faith. You have to have blind faith in his command and Mm -hmm. in his word. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes the conviction comes afterwards. When we first started Girls Gone Bible, like I'm not, I was not thrilled to wear turtlenecks up to my ears. You know what I mean? Like I didn't like I was not We were like, should we just wear a trash? I have a sexy us?
0: neck. <laughs> 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 it was a bit like a pez head over here, but I could dispense more than that.
1: Uh, Do you know what I mean? And it was and I was so reluctant changing the way I dress, changing the way I post, and I tried for a while to like continue doing the things that I was doing until honestly the Christian community that I used to look so down upon, I We got so many messages in the beginning and so much correction from from Christians. And at first I was like, God, the Christians, they're so annoying. No, I I hate
0: them, bro, they're annoying.
1: They're real annoying, I was bro. like, Angela, why that, are people so annoying, calling bro. us Jezebel? I didn't even know who that was. Jezebel. Jez, I was like, why do they think do, my name is Jezebel? Hey, man, I don't Jezabel. think those are Christians.
2: Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. No, we got, we got like mauled in the beginning. We really did. Some of did. it was well-deserved. A deserved. lot of it was well-deserved. A lot of it, we had some ways of behaving
0: but, but it works out better
1: But listen And so we were so reluctant in the beginning I was not happy about it All of us, those little acts of obedience And taking that step of faith into God's word What he wants for you My appetite changed He changed my heart afterwards So sometimes you have to step first And then the peace will yeah. come with it afterwards Yeah, And it, the power but, hey, will that's come That's so
0: beautiful you say that mm-hmm. Because it's a respect thing Yeah, we're, we're, we're a lazy, very, very spoiled generation Right? Look how they took to their dads nowadays, right? And so they're talking with that type of emphasis to their king, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, like, making it seem like, all right, God, you come to me, and then we'll start making it work. Yeah. Hey, man, he created you out of dirt. That's yes. That's crazy that you're talking to him like that. Yes. And so, like, I guess I, I'll hang myself up to dry. I said, I don't think I need to fix this, uh, and I put my needs over God's when I should have just read the scripture and, and had no other thing to say besides fixing it. So I think it just took two girls to tell me like, yo, what's up with your mouth? And uh, now it got me thinking. Cause like, yeah, like as much as I don't want to be looked at as a pastor right now, I just want to be George and a man who's like fixing himself in front of the world that yeah, I, I can't get, I can't sit here and take all of the awesome blessings that God gave me and then not the repercussions And the repercussions is, is. Mm. I am affecting human beings. That's so
2: what it tr- is. I love that. That's what it is. Yeah. I was just at the point where I was, he did so much for me in my life. How could I disobey him in that way? How could I still be doing what I was doing when he, look at what he's done in my life. Look at what he's done.
0: When I had Bell, I was in such a gratitude state that I was fixing things before they become a problem. So I could treat the gift that he gave me mm. with Diligence and gratitude, so that way it was never taken from me. Because a lot of people are like, "Well, God's a loving God; He wouldn't take anything from it. No, 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 no. Your God is a father, which means I don't know if you've had a good father, but your father takes the thing you love the most That's when right. you're being a bad kid. Mm, and yes. he's also
3: my father, so it's you're being bad for me, then he's going to remove me. Or if I'm being bad amen. for you, he's going to remove so me. Amen. True. amen. Wow. So like,
0: I shaped up the way I was behaving, and it, and it reluctantly worked out. My behavior of me like sculpting myself to be a better man for you, uh, and then I'm just very open and I don't really care what people think about me so I talk about it that took me to a different level without mm. even me thinking about it taking me to a different level mm-hmm. so I walked with accordingly to God I walked closer to God and ironically more blessings came my way yes. Yes. so it's no surprise if you're gonna walk closer to the sun you're gonna get brighter mm,
4: that's
5: so right.
0: I literally I, I have to I have to and I think what happened was and I, and I check myself all the time and I, I don't mean to bring you guys up to be vulnerable we could cut this out if you want but how many times do you guys hear me like yo should I be working on this should I not be working on this like I'm always in a constant state of like what I need to fix about myself because I truly in my heart, every time somebody daps me up and they go, yo, Jesus. And then I go, mom, mom, And they're telling me something. All I hear is God goes, this is a privilege you being here. Yes. You speaking my name is a privilege. Yes. I will remove you so quick when it gets to your head. When Please. you think that it's you and not me, I'm going to rip that rug between your legs. Like you, you're done if you get it. So I'm always looking for the thing that i could correct
3: no one who schw- works more on themselves than this man I right here i love that beautiful. so much can
1: that. i can can i tell you a little story really quick about because that just comes down to the fear of the lord and the reverence that you have for god is so beautiful is. and that's why you're able to go up with such boldness on these massive platforms in front of people who are not only not accepting of your jesus but literally making fun of him and making fun of you for loving jesus God. I mean, that's why you're being rewarded the way that you are. You are on top. You are literally number one in your, in your lane. And and you know that Ari and I are so big on humility. We're so big on making sure that God is at the center of everything we do and it being all about him. I mean, so much so to the point that we hit our knees every single day and we ask God to empty us of any ego, pride, selfishness, self-centeredness, or self-servingness. I had a moment Where it was like right after we started the podcast, there was a kind of a, and the podcast has become our life and it's the favorite, you know, it's our baby, it's what we love so much. Our audience is, I mean, we're like on this journey together, bringing people to Jesus is like nothing you could ever experience in your life. And so it means everything more than anything else to us. And I had a moment where (laughs) I was battling with something in my life that was um, kind of like the last thing that I had to lay down, the last thing that was standing in the way of me and God's relationship. Um, And it was big and it was hard and it was so ingrained in me and my being and who I am and how I've lived my life and gone about relationships. And I never even thought for a second that I would be able to put this thing down. And I was also in a place where I was like, I don't really want to either, actually, and I don't have to. And mm. I'm God loves me no matter what. You know what I mean? look, what, I, he's
0: look yeah. what he's done for me look what he's done for me Yeah, bro that's, when people say that it scares me to my core I, I get know. scared when my parents say that I know I, I, I beg them I go mom you need to stop using me as an example yeah. for things that you know you need to work on yeah. like look at my okay look at where I am look how my kids are I'm like hey, hey, hey don't make him give you an example yeah yeah please <laughs> don't make me an example <laughs> don't bro. Bring like, me <laughs> the, don't yeah, yeah. loop me into this example bro <laughs> yeah. because like people will look at my success and views and money and think that is glory to God it ain't it ain't it's yeah. just the fruit that comes with the other blessings but here, we all know this we would throw that into the fire first before we throw our Please, relationship that's with God right. I think he won't give you all of that the bible verses that seek me first and then the rest shall follow I always talk about this because it's like what does that mean and it's so vague and I think it needs to be vague because it's so many different human beings mm-hmm. okay okay I search for God first and everything follows. Well, what's everything? Oh, I didn't know who I am. Now I know who I am. I didn't know what my purpose is. Now I know who my purpose is. I wasn't happy. Now I'm happy. Everything that you would ever need is going to be provided to you if you just come to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Come to me and I'll give it to you. Mm -hmm. But, well, how do you want me to come to you?
4: Mm. When do
0: you want me to come to you? Mm. Should I come now or should I finish this up and then come to you? And it's always we're always looking at what we got going on for Thank you. And it's it's hard and like for the swearing thing for me like that was a that to me was like I was such an egomaniac I go from being so humble to such an ego, right? Mm-hmm. I'll be like, look at these Christians teaching me how to talk. Well, God didn't give you that platform. So obviously, like, l- why are you talking to me about this? And then later on that night, I read my Bible and God's like, hey, you ever say that again, even in your darkest parts mm-hmm. of your heart, I will hang you to dry in front of the whole entire world. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, ooh. truly. Humble yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: well, some people don't know better. People that haven't been introduced to the Bible, but we know better. So when you know better, and you, you can't. Held to a different and that's worse. It's hard to translate. It's, it's,
0: it's, it's worse for you to know and turn away than for you not to know because you yeah. know.
1: That's what it is. And that's but what Jesus said. That's what thing it Oh, I was just going to say, I, I was sitting I was sitting alone in my room one day, and I had this like stirring in my heart of God pressing in on me, and it was getting louder and louder, and the conviction was louder, and I was still able to harden my heart and close my ears enough to ignore it, and I just had a moment where I was sitting by myself at 2 o'clock in the morning, and I know it was from God because I wasn't even thinking about Him, and He just spoke into my heart and goes, you know I don't need you, right? And I Aren't go, those the
0: scariest things? I yeah. was like, what? <laughs> what <do you> <laughs> no, 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 I'm your special <laughs> one. I know, I was like, I'm your special you one.
1: Me. He goes, I don't need you. I could use literally anyone. You're not qualified for this. You, I made you I,
0: qualified. Y- exactly. And then it was
1: the next day mm-hmm. when we were together. It was the next day. I literally, I woke up and I, ch- I was like, I'm done, and I was done that day. And he spoke into me so hard, but it was the fear of the, the fear of the yeah. Lord is the beginning of wisdom. 100%. You can't make good choices. What was the thing that was? Personal, okay. okay. Well, yeah, it's the sin that Second Corinthians says is the only one against your own body. Yeah. Sex. Sex. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm <laughs> your running down all the things it's either I first I'm corinthians like, oh. or
1: second corinthians is it first corinthians or second i, know, I think it it's second was, no. yeah no oh it was, that's
0: crazy that's yeah. hilarious that's something. why i said if yeah. i may ask and he's like oh, no whoa, that's okay. she yo. might not want to say that. i'm like
1: i'm literally saying if i may
0: ask yo no, yo, okay. yo, yo yo that's and so that funny god mean, i will do anything but like i gotta get some because like <laughs> well, if i don't then i'm gonna be really moody and like i need it's you made me this way these are my emotions like we give such like that's so funny like well, well such a when, funny, we're, like, when
2: we're in relationships, I was like, "What's the point of a relationship if we're if we're not intimate?" That's where you find. That's where I found my love. Yeah, yeah. But it
1: was really. So I, we had no peace. We've never talked. This is the first time I know, we're this talking is the about it. That's th- why we're reluctant to, <laughs> to ever talk about it. <laughs> so this, we got you, that scoop really You guys is. really did because that's the only question we get: Are you guys abstinent? Are you abstinent? And we mm-hmm. just we're waiting until we feel comfortable to have an episode yeah. on it and to talk about it because it is so personal and it's. Of course. It's been like such a it's been the most transformative part of our life and yeah. of our journey. Um, I But, you know, it's funny. I wanted to bring it up so many times, this conversation, how we were talking earlier, how dudes are like, nobody wants to settle down, nobody wants to get married. And it's like, why would anyone settle down and get married when you have all the benefits yeah. of being married without I mean, ha- putting a ring on it? That's what it is. And if you think about getting married, like, what what's really the benefit other than having sex? You know what I mean? Like, you and, like, living together. But other than that, so it's like, when you take sex out of a relationship like if nobody could have sex before marriage everybody would be married
0: here's a here's the thing i want to circle back to a lot of people have challenges in their life from what they've asked let me give an example you get up in the morning god i want to be a strong independent woman who's a hard worker who's who who has strong faith and then you have like a week or a month of like being lost and confused and now you're getting so much crap thrown at you and you're like, yo, what is going on? What's going on is God's answering your prayer. Yes.
2: Mm. Yes. What's
0: going on is God heard you and said, this is who you want to become. But these people had to go through these type of obstacles to become this person. So get started. I got you in your place. You could move. I will be right with you. There's nothing you can't handle, but I can't do it For you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that's the one gift that I gave you. It's choice. Mm. You could do whatever you want with it. Yeah. You could either build your home, clean your home, or you could sit there in your filth and just play victim. Right. Yeah. It's your choice. Mm -hmm. But you keep asking me, and I'll keep delivering. I'm the God of deliverance. So you say, I want to be strong every day, but you're not working on it. Your problems are stacking on themselves. Listen, there's, I think, the power of prayer is so strong, but we live in a world where people don't know how to pray. I know. They don't know how to pray. Oh, I pray to God that my career is gonna go to a different level. Oh, okay, is that how you talk to him? How is that even a thing? He's not a genie. Yeah, yeah. How do you wanna get better? Well, look, I don't know, I just don't like where I'm at. Okay, well, what would you wanna fix? Well, I have no ideas to create. Okay, well, why don't you ask God for wisdom mm-hmm. yeah. to learn how to create things mm-hmm. and then be a hard worker and be diligent mm-hmm. and stay focused. You ask for utensils for you to work, but he's not going to just drop it in front of you because then you'd be spoiled. Yeah, You wouldn't earn it. And also like he's robbing you of the gift. Like, let me tell you something. Uh, a social media star who makes one video and goes overnight success and thinks he's amazing mm. versus the man that took 15 years in acting rooms, auditioning, breaking. And when he holds the award and he's looking out from his peers and he's like, how many nights that I picture being mm. here and working and, and crafting and, and now I'm getting goosebumps. And my mom's looking at me with tears in her eyes because she seed and wiped the tears and wiped the blood. And she knew exactly what I put. There's a difference mm. in that feeling. Mm-hmm. And God doesn't want to rob you from that feeling. Mm-hmm. So if you could believe, you could get it done. Stop. This is my last swear word ever.
2: Don't do it. Don't say it. Just say Stop f- being.
0: Being. Like, be, you know, but like.
2: Yes, yes, that was good. I like that. <laughs> That's wait, what wait, wait, we do.
0: You just almost killed <laughs> my I'm dog. Sorry, sorry. It's okay. That's actually I a sacrifice. <laughs> we sacrifice animals for God. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching today's episode. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thank you so much for coming and for being vulnerable and for sharing, you know. Thank you so much. Thank you guys, you. thank you so
1: much. We adore you. you we guys. love what you're doing and I was telling you guys earlier, thank you, Jesus, for you guys, for the what you're doing with the platform that God gave you. Even modeling an engagement and a marriage soon to be, and probably a family coming in the in the days to come, like in this city, do you understand what you're doing? We're yeah. setting an example for everybody who doesn't live this
2: life. Yeah, I was gonna say, watching you, you guys gave me a lot of insight because you are showing people not to give up. That's why you always put God at the forefront of your relationship. You never gave up on her. You brought it to God. You guys worked it out. And I think now in today's society, everything's disposable with social media. Mm. So they're just like on to the next. And you guys exude the perfect example of a good relationship that you put God at the forefront. It's beautiful. You guys taught me so much today. It's beautiful. I I would like to take
0: zero credit.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
3: (laughs) (laughs) I I will (laughs) say this is the last
0: thing I'm going to say. 10 years of being, she's my longest friend out here. Like this. Hi. Hi. (laughs) 10 years of being on here, uh, uh, an egomaniac, somebody who's trying to like do everything on his own. Uh, I got no praise for it. Zero praise for my craft being mm-hmm. in movies or TV shows. Like, n- nobody was ever coming up to me, like, bro, I'm really inspired by you. But now people are coming from my industry and from outside being like, we're inspired. It has zero to do with me mm. zero, not even 1%. I just submitted myself. Yeah. I was in a chokehold mm-hmm. and I got into a place where I could not breathe no more. And I said, and reluctantly, I'm just a dude who talks a lot. And I'm very, very okay with telling people what's going on in my life.
2: Yeah.
0: It is a blessing to know God. And, and like, bro, like, if you see me out in public or if you're in the industry, I don't want any credit. Zero credit. It is all because of him. And, uh, yeah, all right. I'll see you guys next time. (laughs)
1: Like, like, comment, subscribe.